it's uncomfortable though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a spotlight, but not. I can see how TV would be terrifying. Hello and welcome to Juice once again this week. I've convinced my housemate Zena to come on here and to talk to me about being a confident female while she absolutely <laughs> shits it. Yes, <Yeah>, so confident. <laughs> <laughs> It just flows straight through me. Yeah, well, when you've got a microphone looking you dead in the eye, it's a bit worse. Isn't yeah. It? So just look at me. All eyes yeah, on me, I'll honey. Yeah, I'll talk to you like we always do. <laughs> this is totally normal. Yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Okay, so first thing I want to, because this is a weird subject, but okay. it's also something that we talk about a lot. Yeah. Um. So the first thing I want to ask you is how did how did you get so confident? Well, you know, I came out the womb. <laughs> And I was just, no. Screaming. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think I was really lucky to have like parents who instilled such like a strong sense of confidence in me. So yeah. I was always encouraged to speak about anything I found interesting. Mm-hmm. I was encouraged to express my emotions. Yeah. However big or, mm-hmm. or small they were. Yeah. I was just in a structure where I could fully be myself and I was like accepted for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's when... It's when you were born. That's when I was born. <laughs> when spirit. Exactly, when, you know, Xena became, you know, someone who just goes through life, just <laughs> plowing through doing life. Doing what you do. Yeah. So when you were a kid, have you always been confident or was it something that came later in adolescence or when you were in an adult? I mean, we're 21, so when... Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're not really that old. <laughs> I mean, we're old, but we're not really that old. Mm. But um, yeah, so when you were a child, were you really confident? Yeah, I, apparently I used to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. So like I came out just with my mouth running. And oh, I'd, talk, I'd talk to absolutely anyone and everyone. Yeah. So I think that was, I don't ever remember a time not being confident. Mm-hmm. I think I remember everyone gets anxious about certain things. Yeah. But like this crippling... I'm not confident. I never... No, I never had that. I never really had that as a child. Interestingly, I got it more when I got older. Yeah, same. Which is really weird because you have that foundation and then all of a sudden it's gone. (laughs) Yeah, it's like all of a sudden it's just you and everything's terrifying and everyone's really judgmental. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, And then even then it was like, yeah, but you know, you just carry on and yeah whatever i mean i remember when i was a little girl because i've i mean you've got loads of siblings yeah and i've got um three brothers and they're all completely different to me they're mm-hmm. all quite shy ish mm-hmm. um so when i came and burst on the scene so to speak i was such a loud mouth there's a fly in here i caught it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was such a loud mouth and i would talk to anyone i don't know about you but at family things, I would be the one that my parents would, like, push to all the yeah. family members yeah. to talk to. Yeah, I just had a very, very big mouth. Mm-hmm. And it didn't it didn't shut up. Yeah. And it still doesn't, to be fair. <laughs> but I just was never quiet. And that followed me from home to school to any extra, extracurricular. Yeah. Did you find, though, when you were at school, because, I mean, when, I was, when you were at primary school, mm-hmm. you don't really recognise stuff that's going on to do with gender. It doesn't really matter because you're seven. Yeah. But then when I got to secondary school, I was as confident as the really 
stupid boys in class who mm-hmm. would like throw blue tack across the room when our teacher was turned yeah. but my gender started to become more and more of an issue yeah definitely definitely yeah. i think when you're unapologetic about who you are mm-hmm. and smart yeah it becomes an issue and i i noticed that actually from when i started secondary school mm-hmm. and i think it was even more pronounced especially with me because i went to a private school yeah and it was mostly white i i i, I was the only black girl in my year mm-hmm. so and you know i came from um a less privileged so like i came from a less privileged primary school and a less privileged area and i knew f- like first and foremost that my my job at school it wasn't like i didn't have the same abilities to mess around like these yeah i that just wasn't something that was available to me so i had Mm -hmm. to work hard and i did work hard and you know i was i didn't try and hide Mm -hmm. um how hard i was working and like obviously the things that came from that and then that started to become an issue Mm -hmm. um when suddenly all these other people who classified themselves as the one that should be smart they they suddenly started realizing hold on a minute yeah we have like some competition and it's a girl and i was like yeah damn right it's a girl yeah damn right it's stressful in it because i mean i went to school i've said it a million times before but i went to school with like the same people mm-hmm. all the way through pretty much and because you meet each other when you're about eight then when you get older and there's some hidden sexism you think what what the fuck like I- where did that come from <laughs> yeah we were cool we were, we're cool we're <laughs> yeah but they don't even realize that they're doing yeah. it and i think we've spoken a lot before it's not a criticism of boys or i mean it is but not in a way like man hating yeah because i mean the patriarchy <laughs> i said it i said the p word she dropped it she did drop it it <laughs> was coming drop it yeah. was gonna happen at some point um, but yeah, the patriarchy is so instilled mm-hmm. in people's brains that I had boys and girls doing things that were sexist mm-hmm. and they didn't even realise they were sexist. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... They don't really notice and then for you to be the one to point it out, then all of a sudden you're the issue. Yeah. Um, and that's that's something I experienced quite a lot as well mm-hmm. because my mouth doesn't shut up. If I have, <laughs> if I have an issue, I'm going to tell you I have an issue. Yeah, I was a little bit less like that in school. I no, was... I was very much <laughs> like that. And it caused a fair few issues. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, the, the, they need to be called out mm-hmm. because I am in a space now. So, like, because of this action, I'm now in a space where I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not the type of person to inhabit this space mm-hmm. where I don't feel comfortable and not saying anything. So I yeah. will say something. And you can do with it whatever you please. Yeah. But I've told you. Mm-hmm. And you can either change your behaviour or continue the same behaviour. Yeah. And and then that's down to you. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing I can think of, and you probably had it too, is where you would get a certain grade or you'd get a... Um, yeah, you'd get a grade on a mm-hmm. test and you, you'd turn to your mates and the boys would kind of be surprised mm-hmm. that you had gotten that many right in mm-hmm. the maths test or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember that, oh, they wouldn't believe that you knew the answer. Mm-hmm. But then they turned to their male friend who said exactly the same thing that had just come out of my mouth. And then they go, oh, yeah, maybe it is that. Yeah. I sit there going, what? I just said that. Yeah. Like, I literally just said that. Yeah. So all of this, is, all of this evidence is here, but you... 
in your patriarchy decided to ignore it. That's great. Yeah, That's and it, great. but it was such a hard pill to swallow when it's your friends. Yeah. And people that you've grown up with because you sit, I remember I'd get really upset about it when I was about 16. Sit there going, why don't you believe me? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I lie? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have, I actually have no reason to lie. Yeah. There is none. Like, it is that. I right don't there. gain anything from yeah. lying. Um, I think for me, and uh, do you know what? This takes me back to like such like a, bad plays mm. because it was i i feel like the older we became the more pronounced it got mm. so i remember being in class and it was just and we were just having a conversation and um you know so like we just got test bags and obviously i'd, I'd done really well and mm-hmm. then everything that you've described mm-hmm. and then at, at some point the conversation t- changed to first impressions mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, what was your first impression of, uh, I won't drop my government name, (laughs) but (laughs) for the purposes of this recording, they said, what was your first impression of Xena? And a boy was like, oh, I found you really intimidating. Oh, that word. And I was like, sorry, I'm literally five foot three. Yeah. In what way do I impose as intimidating or, or... aggressive Mm -hmm. and then i i I challenged him i was like or is it simply just the fact that now you have an academic rival Mm. in a space that you felt comfortable yeah so in all of your other classes you felt comfortable and you were top of the class and you know everything was going so well for you and the teachers loved you and now you have this academic rival Mm -hmm. and that's something you've never experienced before so for you that is intimidating what is it because me myself, I'm not an intimidating person. I'm not an over, like an overbearing person. No, I'm just mean. Mm-hmm. So, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's the connotation of the word used because I've been people have called me intimidating too, and I mean, I'm so not in, like you mm. were saying. I'm just, but I feel like I'm the extra level of not intimidating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But- <laughs> I mean, I do have a bit of a resting bitch face. I will, I will admit. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just one of those people. Anybody could talk to me about mm-hmm. anything, and I would just, even if I wasn't interested in the conversation, I would pretend to be. Yeah. Which makes me sound fake. I'm not fake. I'm just polite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember that that word started to be introduced to me by boys who were dating me or want mm. or interested in me. That's when I started to be called intimidating. It's interesting. But in a in a negative way. Yeah. And then that, I've, I still struggle with getting called that yeah. from men. Are they mm-hmm. men at this age now? Doesn't yeah. feel like it. No. <laughs> but yeah, young, young men. Young, okay, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> young men, I mean, they still call me intimidating and I was brought up encouraged to be strong-willed mm-hmm. and self-sufficient, independent and confident. And my gender was never a problem. Mm-hmm. And then when I got older and I'm getting told that I'm intimidating and boys or men don't want to, they're not attracted to me yeah. because of that. And I remember sitting there, aged about 17, thinking, what do you want me to do? <laughs> no, I know. I, I really do feel that. But for me, I think there's another added level, like another dimension. Um, because I was 17 and I remember this so, so clearly. I was 17 
and re- I was running for head girl at the time. Yeah. And just private school thing. Just private school thing. <laughs> and it was actually female teachers. Mm. A female teacher that I was really close to said to me in like a private conversation, she was like, you know, Zena, <laughs> there are certain people, mm-hmm. um, there are certain teachers, in particular females, who don't want you to get head girl, who don't want you to... Wow. Um, female teachers, in That's particular... That's crazy that she told you that. To t- she told me, and she was like, I'm only telling you because I know that you're working really hard, Yeah. Um, and I know that you deserve it, mm-hmm. but you do have all of these... You have all of these grown folk, grown ass women yeah. with jobs and families mm-hmm. and children who are actively rooting against you, actively. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, so with the men, I can understand that it's my gender. Yeah. So, and then that, for me, that brought into the diamond, that brought the dimension of race as well. Yeah. Because obviously these teachers were all white mm-hmm. and I was this young black girl and I, I was very unapologetic about it yeah um and I wouldn't, as you should and i wouldn't change i wouldn't change or um or tamper, t- tamper down mm. a- anything mm-hmm. when i walked through the school gates i was exactly who i was when mm-hmm. i was at home um so that so the addition of race into mm-hmm. it for me was yet another whole thing that you had Bridge to impact to cross yeah yeah well I mean, I was. I think I was really fortunate where I went to school, but I'm white, so mm-hmm. that obviously I didn't have that problem. But I mean, when when you're younger, you're very confident in yourself, mm-hmm. or we both have said that we were. And then it's only when you get older and you get more conscious and more aware of society that you start to realise that not everyone wants you to succeed in the same way your parents want you to succeed. That's so true, yeah. And that's a really difficult pill to swallow because you turn around going, hold on a second, are you being, like, for me, are you being ableist? I Mm -hmm. mean, one, I didn't know that that word existed until about a year ago. But are you being ableist? Are you being sexist? And then for you, are you being racist? Mm -hmm. And you sit there going, but why? Yeah. Is it really that threatening that me, as a confident young female, is that so threatening to you? Yes. That you have to, you have to go like below the belt. Yeah, no. For for some of these people, yes, it is that threatening. Mm. I think it it really is. I think it it sort of um, shifts the foundations of everything they were taught to be true. Yeah. And for you to you and you literally hurtle into these spaces. You do hurtle in. Yeah. And when when you are confident and when you are like secure in yourself and. I want to say just being confident and being secure in yourself doesn't mean there are things that you're not happy with or no, things that you or, don't want to work on. Exactly, you definitely um, have insecurities. And there are, de- and there are a whole host of those things. Mm-hmm. But when you do hurtle in these spaces and, t- and take up space mm-hmm. and, and you make your voice heard, it does threaten the status quo. And I think yeah. that's, that's what the issue is. Certain people want the status quo to remain a certain way. Yeah. And just your mere presence... Mm-hmm. shakes the very foundations I think as well what we've spoken about before is that it's really exhausting to keep that up when people don't want you to keep it up mm-hmm. we've both said that when we go into a room we don't mind talking to whoever mm-hmm. but then people give you weird looks Yeah. if you walk in and you're really confident and you're totally okay with who you are people give you weird looks talk to you in a bit of a strange way and then I mean, like we were saying before, women are quite standoffish with me mm-hmm. to begin with. 
generally speaking. In fact, they're more standoffish than men Mm -hmm. if I come in 100%. Yeah. So then there have been times for me where I've thought, I don't know if I can be asked to stay this confident, you know. (laughs) But then I don't know how to temper it. I, I can't do it. Yeah, I think... And I've, I certainly got to this point, like, a lot, uh, like, very early on. You just have to not give a shit. Yeah. Which is a lot easier said than done, It's, a, it's so <laughs> much easier said than done. And honestly, the amount of trauma that oh, I had seriously? to go through to get to that place, yeah. I don't even want to yeah, let's not cash go. up. <laughs> but you get to the point and you just don't give a shit anymore yeah. and now when i walk into this those spaces or mm-hmm. anywhere really i decide on my own terms if i have the energy or not yeah. because i know i don't have to prove anything yeah. to anyone and i won't mm-hmm. so if one day i i don't know i walk into a space and i'm just, the vibes are off and i decide you know what i don't have the energy then mm-hmm. i don't have the energy yeah and you'll get resting bitch face you know and that's totally fine and that's fine and then if I decide I do have the energy and, you know, she's smiling and chatty mm-hmm. and bubbly, mm-hmm. then then that's what that's what you get. But I, I just I just don't care. Yeah, I think I made that conscious decision when um, after GCSEs, to be honest, mm-hmm. when I went into sixth form, because I was definitely that kid at school. I was desperate for everyone to like me. Mm-hmm. I just was. I'm such a, a love whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of a better way to describe it, but I just, I, I just want to be liked, and mm. I can't help it. Um, and then when I got to sixth form, I thought, oh my god, I'm wasting so much time. So exhausting. I'm wasting so much time and energy on people. I mean, they like me or they don't, and they're probably not thinking about and it. And you much. know what? It's fine. It's, it's actually totally fine. fine. If you don't like me, that's calm. No, it's actually fine. I actually find that it. It helps me out if you don't like me or if people don't like... And, you know, I think this notion of, like, everyone has to like everyone, it's false. Because I don't like everyone. Yeah, neither do I. I don't like everyone. And I will say it. And (laughs) if I don't like you, you know I don't like you. Or not, you don't know it, but, like, it's it's just... There's no beef. There's no strife. It's just Mm -hmm. you're in your space. I'm in my space. We don't... Everyone doesn't have to get along in that way no but what does have to happen is there has to be some foundation of mutual respect just because i don't like you doesn't mean i'm going to disrespect you um and i found that people oftentimes people use the fact that they don't like you as a means to disrespect you yeah and once you cross that line you'll have to be put back Mm -hmm. in your space or they use the fact that they're intimidated by you Mm -hmm. to i mean i've had loads of female friendships throughout my entire life where a girl will be my mate and then one it always felt like one day she woke up and decided she didn't like me mm-hmm. and that would really 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 get to me mm. because I'd sit there thinking I've not done anything yeah I've not done anything wrong I've just I've just been myself but then when it came down to it and I started to discover why she'd there was one time in secondary school where I was basically told Mm-hmm. Um, why one particular girl didn't like me. And it was just because I did well at school and because I had lots of friendships with different people yeah. and because I could walk into a room and not be anxious. But I remember going home to my parents and going, what 
the hell am I meant to do about that? It's definitely not a you problem. Yeah, it's not. It's very much a they problem. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's shit that a them problem turns into a you problem. Mm-hmm. But again, what can you do? We've already decided that we're not going to tamper anything. Mm-hmm. We're not going to change. Mm-hmm. So the only way from that is to say, you know, okay, cool. And we move on. I mean, that's probably a friendship that you... She did you a favour, actually. Because yeah, then, didn't need it. <laughs> no, because that's bad vibes. And we don't want bad vibes. No, I mean, did vibes. you ever did you ever try to, to temper your confidence? Um, not really. I think... I think what would happen is if I couldn't... Because, like, sometimes it's exhausting being the only one who is confident enough to offer an answer in class or um, those sort of things. It's exhausting. Did you have those desperate looks from teachers? Yeah, like, please. (laughs) When no one's answering, they're looking at you going, come on, I know you know. I know you know. (laughs) Like, yeah, I know, but can I relax? Yeah, I don't want to. My life is not for sufferation. (laughs) It's not every day. Yeah. It's actually not every day. Sometimes I'm tired, okay? No, um, there were times where I just would go into school and I wouldn't really speak or... you know you're tired and you're exhausted and, got, and you're 15 yeah and you have like a lot of things going on going on yeah and you're just tired and i'm just silent and then it would and then i would get the um are you okay and i'm like yes i'm fine like why can i not afford that space that you afford to everyone else yeah why why do i have to carry like this this burden yeah i mean i i get it in the respect that sometimes i get tired of feeling like i'm i'm always the one who lightens the mood yeah (laughs) oh very much so in like even in like friendship circles i've seen that a lot i feel like you often become the person who you know the really jovial one Mm -hmm. um uh who you know cracks all the jokes and could can be like you you share like quite a lot of things Mm. um and then yeah, and that and that and that gets exhausting too because sometimes I Definitely. just want to be. And sometimes sometimes I just want to be quiet. And because I'm so I'm so one hundred percent all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy and jovial that the one the one day where I wake up and I might be three days before my period, mm-hmm. and I might be or I might just be a bit miffed off one day, and I don't want to have to pick everyone up and that was hard at school yeah that was really hard because sometimes we just wouldn't speak if I didn't speak no No one spoke spoke. yeah I don't want this to seem like I'm completely slagging off everyone I went to school with because I'm not (laughs) I had loads of support when it came to my confidence and that and I have a lot of friends who are very confident females and very Mm. confident males but it takes a certain other level to be out in public and to just make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. And to not, to genuinely, deep down, not care about it. Yeah. And I don't think that is something that comes very naturally to a lot of people. It doesn't come naturally to me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. And I think when I came to university and we, I mean, I think you were the first friend I made that day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just really comforting to be around girls and women who are like that yeah because it's you're totally free from judgment so free and like you can be exactly who you want to be in that space in in that time and and we have so much fun so much fun i mean we walked across the road 
knocked on the window of yeah. some random they were random people at this point we did not know them they were and just, we'd seen them through time, the window through the window and we said sesh yeah we were like can we come in you want a drink and they were like uh, yeah yeah and then we got <laughs> friends and the amount of times that i've had those experiences mm-hmm. because i'm just able to just like you not fuck it like i'm i'm up for a good time yeah. let's have a good time and you the wealth of experience that comes from that exactly and the worst thing that could happen is they say no no and that is that doesn't hurt that bad. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's like, uh, but it's, like, okay. it's a bit awkward. Yeah, it's but... awkward because most of the time we're still standing there like, but why not? Yeah, like, no, but let like, me convince. I'm really nice. Like, you'll have a great time. We'll have a laugh. But no, I completely, I completely understand what you mean. I think, I mean, like we were touching on before about relationships i think that's where i've struggled most Mm -hmm. with boys and with men because my male friends i mean there there were a few things here and there like i said before at school where my my gender seemed to come into it yeah but overall not really and Mm -hmm. that was only as we were growing up yeah and i mean you don't know who you are when you're about 15 and you've got no idea about how privileged you are and in what directions Mm -hmm. so people are accidentally sexist when they're about 15 and you can kind of get over it because then when they get older they're a decent human and it's totally fine but when it comes to to sex and love and relationships being a confident female i have found is a bit of an issue it's a bit of a problem it can be yep and i remember the first time we spoke about this was uh, we were in college last mm-hmm. year and we were sitting eating and one of our um, housemates now, he asked us... Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He asked us a question and he said, oh, well, I'd I'd love to go out with a confident girl. And me and Zena were like, let's have this conversation. Let's do I it. think I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Boys say this. Mm-hmm. But deep, deep down, yeah. no, they don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. And, but the thing is, that's okay if you don't. But stop telling me that you do. Yeah. But I think we I think we should explain our theory. Because <laughs> loads of boys would be like, yeah, I do. Yeah, you can't tell me I don't. Yeah, I'll, but... And I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the main reason, it seems to me, is that at this age, it is very, very rare for you to be completely sure of yourself. And that's not... A bad thing that's not of of course you d- you're not very likely to know exactly who you are when you're 20 21 that's mm-hmm. totally fine that's not a problem but if you don't know who you are and and then someone comes along and they do and they're completely confident in themselves that is intimidating yeah or at least um the version of themselves that they are at that moment yeah I, I do believe like we are constantly we're constantly changing we're constantly finding out new yeah, things yeah i'm definitely not perfect right now <laughs> so so if someone comes along and they're confident in that space and time with who they are and they know what they want and they know exactly what they want from you mm-hmm. that's very very intimidating i have that all the time um when i just want it to be one way and boys think i'm lying yeah and i'm like no 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 i promise you i do not want you in any other way apart from this one time that's that's all i want from you yeah and and they think huh surely not surely this is a trap she's tricking me she can't just want sex with me she can't just (laughs) 
How dare she? She's she's in love with me. She must be yes, in love with I me. Yes, I mean, she has fallen deeply, deeply in love and she wants me to take her out on a million dates. No, honey. No. 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 I want this thing from you at this time. Can you give it to me or can yeah. you not give it to you're me? You're saying you want to, but the second that I am honest with you about it, you turn around and you're like, oh, wait, no. No. Like, <laughs> you're, there's feelings here. And, yeah. and I'm sitting there going, there's no, not. No, there's no feelings. <laughs> when I've spoken to people, I remember when we were speaking to our housemate about this, he kind of didn't believe us and he was like, right, well, give me a direct example. And I can do that. I can totally do that. I mean, the first one being that I've had at least four three or four separate boys Mm -hmm. tell me that I'm too much. Mm -hmm. Those exact words, I'm too much, um, I'm over the top, I'm too intense, and that I'm just too stressful. Mm -hmm. And that is attributed to the fact, I think, that I'm very honest. By too much, they mean that I'm telling them exactly what I want. I'm telling them I like you, Mm -hmm. I'm interested in you, I'm not in love with you yet because we've we've not been on any dates, but I'm interested. And and we're cold, heartless bitches. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, lukewarm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I've I've been blatantly honest with boys where I said, look, I'm interested in you, let's let's see this through, let's Mm -hmm. go on a date or something. And I've had them turn around to me and say, no, you're too much, that's too much. Mm. And I sit there and think, well, what do you want? Do you want me to lie? Yeah. But you do, you want me to play that game. I think they want you to not... I don't know if part of it is the chase. Um, But even that, I struggle to... I struggle to see the sense. Mm. Okay, like, you're chasing, chasing, chasing... To what end? Yeah. Let let me just give you another scenario. Let me give you the end, and yeah. then we can chase. But we yeah. know where we're going. Yeah, I I I I don't know why. I I don't know if I. So that's one. Is it the chase, or is it just as exactly what you say? Like you're too you're too honest. You're too too direct. I mean, I have like wow. Every I think every encounter I I've had, and sometimes it's a positive. Sometimes they're like you know. I really love like how straightforward you are mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like whoa like you're really really like calm down you're really direct and I was like yeah. yes because I don't like to waste my time mm-hmm. um so I, d- I don't know which one it is and I think it comes from again it's very much a them problem yeah um and again I think it's what you say like they just don't if you don't know what you want and then someone tells you exactly what they want, it can be, sometimes it can be very hard to reconcile those two things. Yeah, and I think as well, everyone wants to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't do the chase, if you don't play the game where it's like, okay, you've sent me this message that I'm going to wait five hours mm-hmm. to reply to you. I don't really play that game. Mm-hmm. If you've texted me and I've seen it, I'll reply. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to think too much into it. I mean, when I was 16, yeah, I did wait a while. Mm-hmm. But... That, that's gone now. Imagine being 16 with people texting you. No, I'm just saying. You little player. Oh, God. Mine was Instagram (laughs) notification. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was a bit of an early bloomer with that. (laughs) I was just so popular at school. That is so not true. So many people just loved me. Uh, That is so not, that is so far from the truth. But yeah, like when I was younger, I would do that whole... When you first get introduced to that kind of part of mm-hmm. 
existence i did play it and i thought no i'll do this and then i got to about 19 and i thought why am i doing this i am interested in you i'm just gonna say Mm -hmm. and i have not really had very good responses Mm -hmm. to that i mean i've asked a couple of boys out in my life one not easy to do two i don't enjoy doing it and three i don't know the next time i'm gonna do that it's Mm -hmm. not gone that well (laughs) um but boys have replied to me and gone oh wow like thank you for being so honest with me um, but I'm not really sure at this moment and all these kinds of semantics that suggest to me that they think I've I've poured my heart out. Yeah, I think that's very much the case when it's really not that deep. Yeah. It's really not that deep. It's honestly just because, as you say, I like you. I'm feeling your vibe. I'm feeling us together. Let's get it moving. Let's Let's do something. Mm-hmm. We're young. Why not? Why mm-hmm. not? And I think it comes from, I think that's a symptom of just like the way society is at the moment as well. Just mm-hmm. everything is very, you know, everything must take like a certain amount of time and um, it must be done in a certain way. And if it's not done in that way, then you've skipped a certain stage. And if you yeah. skip these stages, then, you know, we're, we're going too fast. Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's that's what it is. I think that's it's a symptom of society of today. Uh, everything must follow one conventional path and i don't ascribe to that path i know most of the time that's not i'm not interested in that and so if that so if i meet a person and that one particular person piques my interest i want to explore that yeah and i don't want to wait six months to do it no i want to do it now oh my god literally i don't want to have to text you for five months no and that okay side note this whole texting before dating, get rid of it. I don't like it. I don't want it. It's disgusting. Wipe it out, man. Wipe it get out. Get rid of it. Because to me, like, the talking stage, what is that? We can talk on a date. Literally. We can talk over a drink. We can talk over a meal. Why am I behind my phone messaging you? Why? Honestly, it's just a waste of Why? time. Why? It's a waste of time. Let's... Especially when I'm very much about enjoying people. Mm-hmm. You know? And... I don't have to enjoy you for a long period of time. It could be that one day and we have a really good time, but you decide it's not for you. Fair enough. It, it could span, like, longer, mm-hmm. but very much about enjoying people. Why have we suddenly stopped enjoying people? I know, I know. From my experience, one thing that I've th- found is that because I am so, like we were saying before, I'm so sure of myself and so confident that I've become a the... I don't want to phrase this in a way that makes me sound pathetic. <laughs> I've become the the more complicated and difficult option. Mm. So I've had a lot of lads, a lot of men in relationships fancy the fuck out of me and try it on with me and then tell me all this shit about how they really like me and how, I mean, one particular lad when I was a lot younger when I was in school and he would just never quite commit to me Mm -hmm. because it seemed harder and more complicated because I would have all these opinions and I would come and ask him loads of questions and I wouldn't be passive about it and that's not to say that the girls he was with were passive but they must have been to some degree. Yeah. And that's, that's I don't have an issue with that. This is not me hating on all the other girls <laughs> that you got with. Yeah. That's completely fine. My main issue was stop coming back to me 
if you're not going to want to pursue me just yeah. because I'm too much. Too much, yeah. It again, like it's another excuse for you just don't want to commit to me. Yeah, and that's that's fine. That's say fine. it. Say it. But say that. Yeah. Use your big grown up words mm-hmm. and say that. Don't have me dangling in this in this space. And I and I think people another thing that people don't realize and i've i've had this is just because you know you're confident and you're sure of yourself like we're ma- like we hurt as much as oh, everyone complete. else i mean and especially in matters of the heart and yeah. sometimes even that little bit more because the the time that it takes to get to that point and really be invested in someone in that way yeah because it doesn't happen so often you sort of fall like a lot a lot deeper and it, it's a lot more intense so yeah I, I think part of the reason that I'm so direct and honest in those early in those early stages is because I kn- if I get to a point where I really 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 yeah. do like you, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to avoid. Like it's not avoiding that, but I don't want to. You don't want to get there and be disappointed. And be disappointed. If I get there and we have this really amazing time together, and you know things don't work out, yeah, obviously it will hurt. But at least I know like it was done with honesty and mm-hmm. it was done with sort of like respect the whole along the whole way. It wasn't yeah. just this toying game because yeah. I think we can be toyed with as well. We can be toyed oh, compl- with. Oh, I was toyed with for three years. Completely. <laughs> like, all the way through school by this one lad. And I mean, I've got no qualms about it now really because people grow up and I think a lot of it was to do with just being young and not, mm-hmm. not really knowing what you wanted who you wanted and i was young too i mean yeah i did probably egg him on a bit probably, yeah probably should have blocked him but definitely didn't him on a bit. didn't but i think the main thing for me that really hurt about that situation is rather than telling me he didn't want to commit to me he made it my problem mm. it was like you're too much yeah you're this you're that and i didn't realize at the time but for quite a while afterwards that that was in my head yeah and it was constantly in my head and i'd even say weird things to boys later on where i'd be like oh am i am i talking too much like am i doing too much and these lads would turn around and go what do you mean and get kind of freaked out about it and it's all because this one lad and and a couple of others here and there but he specifically used that vocabulary with me he told me I was too much and I did I knew I couldn't change it but I became too self-conscious about it yeah and then it took me to getting older to think oh just ask people out fuck it I'll do it but then that doesn't mean that when they say no (laughs) nobody likes me no but that doesn't mean that when they say no it's any easier to deal it's any easy to deal with and I go straight back to that I'm like oh fuck is it because I was too much much. did I come on too strong yeah I mean you kind of you kind of have to like tread the line it's a very difficult line between like this passivity and like being active and again that that sort of that sort of tightrope thing I don't want to do it I don't want to play the game and we don't have to do it if everyone is sort of like honest about their intentions from the from the beginning and that's not to say um that intentions can't change completely completely and do you know what um I'm, and I'm not saying you must like me from the beginning. No, I'm not saying that at all. Well, exactly. I've had issues where I have wanted to date a lad and then it's been assumed that I want to be his girlfriend. It's no, like, well, no, no, no I don't no. know yet. I don't no, know that. I don't know that. I, that's not something I know. But what I do know is that I want to take this initial yeah, step. Yeah, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. This is not 
hand holding. I mean, the thing that I started making you laugh by saying was, look, I've got loads of friends. Why? I mean, I have loads of friends. I don't need any Any more more friends. friends. And why would I want a friend who I'm sexually attracted to? I mean... I don't have any. I mean... (laughs) I think one thing that is important about this is that we're not just bitching about the experiences that we've had. Like, this is a statistical thing. Mm. I saw... This is doesn't sound legit but i saw a tiktok right <laughs> right <laughs> i saw a tiktok in the summer and it was this scientist who said that women who are confident and independent and self-sufficient are far less likely to find a fulfilling relationship wow that doesn't bode well for my future in it i'm i'm screwed to be honest but... right i better start freezing my eggs nah <laughs> <laughs> but i think women are frightened to say these subjects because it feels like they're whining and they're complaining over nothing. That was just someone to going into the bathroom. (laughs) Let's hope we don't hear the toilet flush. But um, yeah, I think they're frightened to say these things because one, they think they're slagging other women off Uh who aren't quite as confident in the same way as them. Mm -hmm. And two, they think that they're making a mountain out of a molehill Mm -hmm. and that's just not the case because as in how could this possibly be like how can you being confident possibly be a problem it's not a problem yeah i know it's not it's not a problem and but then um, it is (laughs) yeah and but i think again it's it's sort of like the erasing of experiences though like you can't tell me what i've experienced this is what i've experienced and this is what i've i've attributed to it's sad that's sad that's a sad statistic that um, women who are confident uh, don't find fulfilling relationships because I'm all about the union between man and woman. It's from the I think from those relationships that we can see sort of gender dynamics and gender roles and everything that comes into that start to change mm-hmm. because it, it really creates um, outright meaningful conversations yeah. with the opposite sex and you know it, it creates a dialogue and everything you need you need this dialogue to happen you need a you dynamic do. dialogue to happen and that can't happen some it doesn't always happen with um people who aren't as confident or confident or who don't want to speak about certain things and they're not forced to in any way no. shape or form but in order for the conversation to move forward things need to be said yeah so it's a shame that it that's that's really a shame it is a shame and i think as well it gets misconstrued that um a confident female will be the dominant one and she'll walk all over her boyfriend or her husband and that's exactly what i do not want to do i want i want someone to challenge me someone to uh, when i'm being too when (laughs) i almost said when i'm being too much when i'm being too annoying or when i'm being yeah when i'm being overly emotional about something i want my boyfriend to be like relax to go right calm down it's all right (laughs) you're doing doing too too much. much No, I, I I want it to be mutual. I don't yeah. want to be the dominant bitch. No. I, I can't do it. I wouldn't do it. No, definitely. I mean, everyone knows I'm a massive sub, so... <laughs> <laughs> so that's really not my portion in a relationship, love actually. That. Love that, love uh, so, I mean, yeah. I, I think the main thing that I've found as I've gotten older, again, I am only 21, so no one at me for saying that I think I'm 105. I know I'm 21. But the main thing I found is that there is no point for anyone 
to temper it. No, definitely not. And you never should, especially if you're female. You never should. I think it'll cause more damage in the long run than... Because, like, I, I know there have been points where um, I felt in, like, a low place and sort of that... And I've questioned sort of my confidence. And, it, you know, it gets eroded sometimes and it builds yeah. again and then it gets eroded. And in those moments of erosion, I found myself in a complete slump. This is not who I am. Yeah. I know the person that I am. I know the potential and I know my potential. And I know who I could be. Yeah. And this right now is not who I am. And it, it's honestly crippling, that feeling. It so, is. So, and that happens because of external factors. That's mm-hmm. not something that I willingly do to myself. No. And so then to imagine that people tempering for themselves and causing them themselves that type of de- degradation is crazy to me because you will look back at the person you were and the person mm-hmm. who you could have been and because of you know all of these all of these things you, you you're not there and that's that's really sad to me yeah um so i would never and confidence comes in so many different directions 100% you don't have to be the person who would walk into a bar and buy someone a drink because i don't even know if i'm that person but co- i have done that i'd love to do that actually I have done that. I'd love to do that. I mean, when stuff opens again, watch out, Durham. <laughs> oh, God, I've said it now. Betty's coming for you. Oh, that that sounds ominous. <laughs> that does sound very ominous. Christ, I'm fine. Oh, my God, calm it. down. You're doing too much. Yeah, oh, relax. You're just relax, so relax. too much. You're just, just too needy. Just stop. Oh, my God. Calm down. But, yeah, I think with women, no matter what direction you're confident in, I think it's important to nurture that and mm-hmm. to not let it get stamped down because society really does they will they will try it they will try it the patriarchy will do it no definitely explore it to its fullest and enjoy it enjoy it it because honestly that that feeling of like complete liberation Mm -hmm. when you don't care about what anyone thinks about you what anyone has to say and you can live your life in the way that you want to live it and and sort of do the things that you want to do and say the things that you want to say and be who you want to be it's so liberating and it's so it's just such a good feeling just maneuvering through this world that where everything is trying to like stamp and like depress Mm -hmm. and it's it's freeing almost actually yes oh my god oh my god (laughs) such a cute natural end uh, but thank you so much for talking to me. No problem. I actually had fun. I was so nervous at the beginning. I know you were. But I loved it. So, oh, yeah. I'm glad. I think we, we should do some more because there's so much... I mean, we didn't even talk about, like, actual sex. And mm. there's so many layers to that. So many. We've spoken yeah. about hours for that. And I think we should definitely get one of the boys involved in this conversation 100%. Because well. they love it. They They do. One thing that I've found... Before we finish. One thing that I've found with boys is that... These conversations girls might have in and amongst themselves, and the second it's brought up two boys, that is so beneficial. Yeah, because they, they ask questions. Yeah, and they have a lot to say, actually. A lot to say. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, let's bring some yeah some male some energy. male energy yeah. in here. Everyone knows I love. I love bit. male energy. Good bit of male energy. No, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, let's bring some boys into it. One hundred percent. Well, yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please listen to my others. And what do they say on YouTube? Oh my God, please like, share, subscribe. (laughs) 